Give me a nod when you're ready. Shooter's ready. Stand by. Hello everyone and welcome to the 3G IQ Podcast. This is Gunnery Sergeant Matt Gunlock and I'm joined here today with Captain Chris Scott. Hey, how's it going? So it's been a while since we've done our last podcast. Yeah, a bit of a lull. Um, we've been pretty busy. Um, you know, the last one we did was with Captain Gal. We were down at Camp Lejeune. Whenever we got back from there, it was just... One match after the next, you know, we've, I was going to do some recordings at the matches, but that just never works out. Uh, we just kind of get busy with everything. Uh, so you shot the Virginia State cha- USPSA Championship. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think most of the guys on the team shot it too. We had like 10 plus guys out there shooting the match, which is pretty cool. Yeah. The USPSA guys and the action shooting team both was out there. We represent. did. Yeah, we had uh, Sergeant Glomba, Staff Sergeant Go King, Rush Shooting Limited, uh, shooting some 40 cals. And then, uh, let's see, we had um, Sergeant Alvarez, Sergeant he Alvarez. shot production. Yeah, he had to reload a lot more. He does normally three gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you shot Limited Minor. Shot Limited Minor. You typical came in three second. Gun fashion. Yes, but yeah, worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it was a fun match. It was nice. It was right in our backyard. Uh, we even brought down our armors from the team there. And uh, they worked on some guns for the civilians. So there's some people that had issues with their guns during the match. And we had our armors at their big trailer, big Marine Corps advertising, essentially, down at the match. Uh, so it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. While you guys were there, I went out to Beckley, West Virginia. I shot the Mountain State 3-Gun Championship. Had a lot of fun with the guys on that squad. You know, I was with Mo, Rico Reyna, uh, Chris Hutchinson, guys that shoot regularly down at Carolina Guns and Gear. Um, overall, it was just a really good time. Um, you know, just had fun. And it was preparation for Memorial 3-Gun. Yeah, was that kind of a reunion? Did you shoot with those guys when you were stationed down in Lejeune? Um, kind of like, well, Rico and Mo I met while up here because it was Peacemaker uh chris him and i have shot together down at carolina guns and gear um whenever i was stationed down at camp lejeune and a lot of like there were a lot of the sf guys um from carolina guns and gear who who came up and we were all in the same squad Mm. that sounds like a pretty good time yeah um and we also prior to that match we went down to the microtech pro-am of hosted by Donnie Flo and Tar Heel 3-Gun. Um, he's revived that and done an outstanding job with that. I don't want to get too into the details with that because that's another episode I want to do, kind yeah. of dissect it with uh, Staff Sergeant Go King. Um, but we worked that match and had a really good time and met a lot of people and just had, overall, a lot of fun. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't go to that one with you guys, but even at uh, Memorial, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, uh, I heard a lot of stories from it, and it seemed like people really enjoyed having you guys down there. Yeah, um, 
And then the last match we shot uh, was Memorial 3-Gun. And, you know, we would have probably recorded this last week. I think we had anticipated doing this recording last week. We did. uh, Right after we got back. But I was on leave. Decided hunting was more important to me. (laughs) (laughs) Said, screw it. We'll do it whenever I get back. And now it's uh, Thursday, Thursday, October 21st. And we're finally getting around to it. Um, and tomorrow is the start of or the registration, like people checking in for McMCR. Yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely been a busy end of the year. Um, I think in past years we would have tapered down a little bit more before this point, especially with three gun. But mm-hmm. we're going pretty strong into the McMick season. Yep, and then right after this McMick, we're going straight down to Fort Benning. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, there'll be the Veterans Day 96, and then, uh, yeah, Fort Benning, that'll be our actual last match of the season. Mm-hmm. Be, that's always a good match. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I'm sure we'll do a podcast about that whenever that's over. Yeah. And doing a recap. Um, but Memorial 3-Gun, now that it's all over, I know I did an episode with Chad Swart out uh, before Memorial three gun and what it's all about and everything that went into it uh now it's kind of the recap um of how the match was and, and i I don't, I don't even feel right calling it a match it was more of a an event it was definitely um they had a lot going on um it just there was always something to do while you were out there that uh, was definitely the most event type match that i've ever been to before um, yeah, it was different than any three gun match I shot before, and I know you shot it before. Mm-hmm. Also, but, well, yeah, yeah you, last year you were gonna go down to it, and then uh, you never had a chance. The year before that, you were strongly cautioned to stay back and do some planning and budgeting, and so you didn't uh, get to go to it. And now, like you've been <laughs> hearing us talk about it for the past two years, and you're like, so this is why you guys don't shut up about it. Yeah, it it made sense real quick. I mean, when we went and walked stages, there's a freaking airplane, mm-hmm. uh, airplane prop. I mean, it's an actual airplane, but yeah. it didn't have engines anymore or anything. From an airline up in Minnesota, it was yeah, hometown brand that didn't make it through uh, the recession. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, what was that? Northwest Airlines, I believe. I think so. Um, but yeah, I mean, just seeing the facility down there, would you drive through a lot of middle of nowhere freaking North Carolina? So mm-hmm. driving there, I didn't have too high of hopes considering the local area. Uh, but I guess you don't get bothered much in that part of North Carolina if you have a huge training facility. But it was a lot of fun. Um, and they have a lot of land to work with. And the state design was awesome, but we can go into more detail and all those well, different aspects well they had three pretty cool props um they had the airplane like we talked about mm-hmm. they had the suv which we shot out of on the move yes and then they had the huey uh which you had to shoot off the strap that's right yeah and they had even uh two more vehicles that you shot off of yep uh, actually three more because that one where you drove in the car, yeah, you shot off vehicle. Yep. And then they had a stage where they just stacked a bunch of cars on each other like it was Legos, essentially. Yep. Um, so it was pretty neat. Uh, I think hard as hell when they had 
hard to sell three gun mm-hmm. um back in like 2018 or something they like dug huge trenches but since that i mean that intricate of props at least i haven't been to a match with it and like jason byerly from zoo city armory like he helped design a lot of the stages and it was his company that put everything on and i would say it was probably one of the more technical matches either one of us <clears> has <throat> shot which brought a whole new flavor and just a lot more fun like it gave you it gave you different everybody could do a different stage plan and no one stage plan was right or wrong mm-hmm. yeah there's still stages where i would have loved to be able to shoot them a couple times in a row like not even for score because i still don't know what the fastest way to shoot it was mm-hmm. uh and that's pretty interesting a lot of matches it's there's options uh like quote unquote options uh but there's really if you want to shoot the fastest way there's only one way to do it Mm -hmm. uh this one i mean maybe people smarter than me know the fastest way but uh i think it ultimately i think it ultimately comes down to what's your strongest suit what weapons your strong suit yeah yeah you could definitely if you're like a beast loading the shotgun stuff there were some areas where maybe it made a little more sense to shoot the shotgun or maybe made more sense to shoot the pistol without having to reload. It was, it was a toss-up, but it was really fun to uh, kind of work through the stages like that. But nothing overly complex either. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, what what was your... I know, I know before we started recording, you, you were talking about the airplane just because it's something that was new. But was that your favorite stage? So... I really like the airplane just because the prop was so cool. Uh, if you were to have that same stage set up with just fault lines on the ground, it was a very straightforward, not a very complex stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but running down the aisle of an airliner to go shoot out of another part of it was just cool. Like maybe it's playing too much Rainbow Six growing up or something like that. Um, that was the cool factor. It was definitely there for that. Um the stage we had a stage where there like a bunch of cars uh stacked on each other there was probably like six to eight cars there um i really enjoyed that because there was a it was a puzzle kind of trying to figure out how to how to run it and you could like get some good flow in your stage uh if you hit the right spots um so i thought that was a fun kind of technical trying to solve the puzzle yeah kind of stage i think I ran it differently from everybody else, and you ran it different. Like, no, not one person had the same stage plan from our squad. It was like... Well, I copied some guy's stage plan, so I know at least one <laughs> other person did. I think yeah. uh, Glomba, I think it was his stage plan. I was like, I can't figure this out. What are you doing? And mm-hmm. then I did that. Right. <laughs> so, some of us had the same stage plan, but maybe some of us were more creative. Not me. I don't know. Could think I think of a new one. I didn't want to. I didn't want to run right to the center just to run left, just to run back right. So I just went left to right. To me, that made more sense. Yeah, yeah. There's different ways. Yep, um, definitely. But yeah, what was your favorite stage? Um, it's got to be where we were. We started out with the Polish plate rack and everything, and then you jumped in the vehicle, shot the rifle on the move from the vehicle. Um. Just because it wasn't just burner paper you were shooting at. There was that one steel target, what, probably 7,500 yards out. Yeah, um, something like that. That you had to shoot. You, you could have shot it whenever you got out of the vehicle, but, you know, it was, I don't know, simple enough in my eyes to mm-hmm. where you can take a shot at it while the vehicle's driving. 
and then you don't have to worry about that target and you finish with a rifle spinner. And I think I saw most people trying to hit it at least uh, from the car, that steel target, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. I know we've shot like out of golf carts before. Um, I think a lot of times it's been like shotgun on the move. Yep. I've never shot a rifle from a vehicle on the move on a stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And it was also, there was some wide open paper not very far away from you. Mm-hmm. And it was surprisingly easy to miss them. Yes. <laughs> well, there was that bump in the road. There was. And you don't always like realize how bumpy the road is until you're trying to look through an optic mm-hmm. and shoot a target with it. Which yeah. I don't do on my commute to work every day. So I'd say my other favorite stage was the Huey prop that they had where you had to shoot off a strap. Um, just because typically when you're shooting from a supported position, you have support. Mm-hmm. Here you have a strap and you got to figure out what's going to be the most stable for you. I know you leaned into it. Mm-hmm. And I leaned back to where my butt was against the wall, and I felt solid there, and I, I almost went one for one on every target there. Yeah, now you had a good rifle portion of it. Um, Everything else just kind of shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a rough stage for, I think, actually quite a few of us. It was mm-hmm. a rough stage, just uh, last stage of the match, and uh, I think we weren't thinking anymore at that point, so we just had some brain farts. Well, it's like I... What screwed me up is I put my shotgun in the wrong barrel to start out with mm-hmm. because Pat Parker was stood right in front of that barrel. He's like, hey, come on, go ahead. Uh, whenever you're ready, just meet me over here. I meant to stage it in the last bucket rather than that center bucket. And it didn't screw me up too bad, but enough to where, you know, it slowed me down some. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard staying sharp. Uh, it was a three-day match. Um, and what, 10 stages overall? Mm-hmm. Uh, so nothing crazy. Uh, there's a lot of three-day matches out there. But as with any three-day match, it's tough staying sharp throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I've noticed that a lot of times I'll shoot uh, pretty well the first day. And then I will shoot, like, a little too conservatively the second day. Mm-hmm. And then my brain just, like, I have a hard time staying in on the third day. So... It's uh, it's a little bit more of a marathon, not a sprint. And at least the last day, there was only two stages. There was. That helped. Mm-hmm. It was still not being a very long day. I mean, they had an awesome uh, like memorial uh, service towards the end. Yep. Like, um, had all the families come up and speak on their uh, loved one's behalf. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, th- the cool part was, like, we didn't just get to hear the story from the ceremony. But the families were coming around and talking to us throughout the match. And so, like, Keegan Baker's family, you know, we ran into them at, like, two or three different stages. So I was able to have some pretty good conversations with them. And, you know, it's nice just to talk to the family and let the family know, you know, nothing was in vain. Mm -hmm. And you, you get to see their side and you get to help them in the healing process well and for anybody that's not aware of like what the match is uh so it's called memorial three gun but they uh, have 10 gold star families uh that they honor uh or the service members down to the service members but they bring the families out uh and so it's an event to help um raise funds for gold star families and also like have an environment where they can support those families 
Uh, so each stage is named after a service member. Um, and uh, yeah, they have a story on each service member on the stage, and the families are there. Some of the families are even shooting through the match. I think they, they shot did. with the AMU. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty pretty neat match from that point, too. I had never been to one like that before. Yeah, it was it was a good experience. It if it's something you're interested in doing, I highly recommend going out and being a part of. Um, you're never gonna ex- get to experience something like this anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a one of a kind type match, and it's it's an event, and it's event for the honorees families. Mm-hmm. Um, we often, you know, you, you can screw up on a stage and you can be upset about it. But realistically, like if I screwed up, if you screwed up, if Go King screwed up, if, if we, you know, something happened, it's like, I'm not here for me. You know, yes, I want to shoot as good as I can. I'm here for the fallen service member. I'm mm-hmm. here to remember them. You know, I'm here because of them. Yeah. It's definitely very sobering. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was very impactful for me was seeing, like, you, you hear about and um, hear about deaths and, like, deaths happen, but you don't see the family often. No. So seeing all the families there and realizing the people that were left behind when that service member died um, was definitely had an impact and like seeing everybody from their family, like not just the spouse, yep. um, seeing all the kids and everything they had to say and the stories they had about that service member. Um, it was very impactful and I mean, very impactful ceremony too. Uh, hearing them all tell their stories and talk about their service members. It was, it's, it's really good. It's really yeah. good. So we mentioned it, um, before we started talking about Memorial, but we have Mick, Mick NCR about to start up. We do. So yeah, we, um, rolling right out of Memorial. We came back pretty much rolled right into Mick, Mick prep. Uh, and I guess if you guys haven't listened to the previous episodes, that's Marine Corps marksmanship competition. It's a, uh, just a, a two week match that we run. We train them for a week and we run through a match. Um, but yeah, we're running our first one of the season here, uh, yeah. right in Quantico or, on our ranges yep uh we have just under 100 people signed up right now last time we checked uh yes i've been getting uh more and more practice score emails coming through on the computer i saw one as we were talking here so i think we're at 98 okay so hopefully we can break that uh 100 competitor mark right on the verge um but yeah it's pretty exciting we've gosh how many of these have we done now at least 15 um well we're this probably, yeah, it's been at least 15, 16, 17 mic mix that you and I have both done. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's another one, another one coming up and they're each super exciting. Like it's fun because a lot of these Marines have never shot a match before. And you're just building them from the ground up and, and you know, teaching them stuff that could potentially save their lives in the future. Definitely. Like we call it a match, but really it's, it's training. all about training. Yeah. Like, the match portion, you know, it it's something to get them competitive and forcing them to bring in that competitive drive mm-hmm. within a safe manner. But at the end of the day, it's forcing them to see what their limits are 
so they know what they can are are capable of if they go into harm's way and putting a lot of stress on them like, mm-hmm. you'll get some people that have been through things and then all of a sudden a timer goes off and they still lose their mind like, yep it's it's very eye-opening for the competitors that oh i shoot 500 yards in the rifle range every year should be able to hit that and all you no no nope. the target that was like 25 yards away it, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to do if you're really stressed out and trying to do it fast yep so that's coming up um and yeah i mean there's really not much else you know hunting season <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know you've been out in the tree stand uh past Off. week and a half yeah past week and a half um Anytime I've seen anything, it was before it was uh, legal. So, obviously, I'm not taking the shot. And um, obviously, that's what you'd say on the air, too. So, No, I'd be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, let's be real. I saw a turkey out there. I didn't realize it was turkey season. I was like, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to shoot the turkey just because it's not the right thing to do. And now I'm kicking myself in the ass <laughs> because it was like it was turkey season all along. I should have killed that bastard. <laughs> next time. Next time. Yeah. I'll know the law is better next time. <laughs> or the seasons. Um, oh, I guess another thing that we did uh, after Memorial, uh, Glomba and Ariano, Sergeant Glomba and Sergeant Ariano went down and they trained uh, Second Recon again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They left immediately from Memorial and drove straight there. So that was our second time with them there. Yep. Uh, sounds like it went pretty well. Uh, I know that a lot of those Marines were excited about it and wanted to get into competition, too. Mm-hmm. It's a way to kind of push themselves to get better at shooting. Yep. Uh, yeah, so just continued. Our mobile training teams are really taking off and making it where we're, we stay pretty dang busy. Yeah. Honestly. Like, last week was my first time taking leave, like, for a week for two, in two years like uh and we Slacking. were yeah i know uh, <laughs> and we've been we were on the road pretty consistently for about five or six weeks straight mm-hmm. um but you know in all honesty it's the best job in the world it is like we we're we get, all very happy to be here yeah i know i am it's I gonna mean, be tough leaving yeah we ch- next summer for you and you know pretty similar for me yeah uh, you can't see this is audio but uh gunny's crying right now uh he's burying his head into his hoodie here to try and stifle the the sniffles so the microphone can't pick it up yeah after 19 years <laughs> of service i'm just you know i'm i'm sobering it's sobering that i have to leave the marine corps <laughs> definitely not excited no mm-hmm. i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's see we got the mick mick for the next two weeks uh competitors are checking in tomorrow we start on monday uh what's coming up after that fort benning multi-gun which we mentioned and then after fort benning multi-gun uh it's okinawa it is yeah we're rolling to one more one last mic for me, at least, in Okinawa. Is that your last one that you're going to be going to? No, I'm still going to be going to uh, the one that run out in Camp Pendleton, California. Okay. Uh, so I'll be going to that one. Uh, and then I'll be around for championships. But that's going to be right in our backyard. Yep. And 
yeah, I should be going over to the FBI Academy come January, do an instructor gig there. I mean, shoot, potentially until June. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know how you pulled that one off. That I don't know either. That is a pretty either. great opportunity. Yeah, so hopefully that works out well, and it, hopefully it rolls into a career for after I retire. We'll see, you know, crossing my fingers. But I got other things lined up, hopefully, in, in case that doesn't work out. Or McDonald's, always hiring. Yeah. Uh, uh, I prefer Taco at Bell. Walmart. Oh, Taco Bell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, bring bring soft tacos home to my daughter every day. I mean, I could go for some Crunchwrap Supremes. Mm. You get employee discount? Hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, if I do that till June, I mean, I'll still be around here. Um, won't necessarily be shooting for the team much then, mm-hmm. but I'll be mainly taking care of stuff for retirement. And, uh, I mean, I've kind of wrote down what my predicted match schedule is going to look like for myself, which I still think it's a little busy. It's hard to turn it off. I, I mean, we, what person that shoots through again doesn't love shooting matches. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obviously our hobby. We love doing it. So the match schedule always ends up busier than you intend. Yeah. I mean, one thing, you know, I had to take out, like, for the team and even myself, uh, you know, I had to think back hard on what this past summer was like whenever I was coming up with the schedule this year. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to have to take out at least one of the matches in June. And because like when we in June, we went three back to back matches. And by the end of June, we were just we were already burnt out in the summer. Had just started. It was pretty fun, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of shooting. I mean, I know I even felt burnout. Uh, that's the thing. Like, coming to the team, I didn't think that I would could ever feel burnout. Because I had just gotten a three-gun a couple years before. I was shooting every local match that I could. I would go out and shoot public land on my own. Like, mm-hmm. when, I, when I couldn't, I'd drive a couple hours to do that. I was just pumped about it. Uh, and I've realized since being here that they're definitely burnout is a real thing. Even driving to Memorial, I know mm-hmm. we were talking, and like it ended up being an awesome match. I had a great time. But I mean, first stage of the first day, we we're like, I'm just gonna go ahead and DQ myself so I can just go back home. <laughs> yeah, we we're kind of tired, <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up being an awesome match. I mean, that happens every time. Yeah. Uh, but burnout is a real thing, and I know it was incredibly restful for you to take a week off mm-hmm. after and get out in the woods, do some hunting, do something a little different. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, ultimately like more, I stayed in, in the camper with Bob and, uh, and James Archbell had a great time with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night got a little wild, but, uh, but overall, you know, it was, it, it was just good to hang around people. I haven't, you know, really shot with, and it was just kind of like old times before I came to the team. So it was just a little reality check of, Hey, this is what life is going to be like whenever you leave the team. Mm-hmm. And you're back doing it on your own. Yeah, it's, you still have that community of people around you, mm-hmm. which is a nice transition because getting out will be uh, you're not around the same people every day that yeah. we have been. And uh, but at least you still have that community in three gun. Yeah, yeah. I stayed at uh, the Airbnb with the rest of the guys, um, and we haven't done. I haven't done an Airbnb at a match with the team yet. Yeah. I know you and I have done an Airbnb together. We did. Uh, I think that was a horse 
barn or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that in Florida. Yep. Yeah, it's romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was before you got married, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing happened. We got professional. But, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a good time uh, with guys at the Airbnb. Um, getting to know something better. Uh, just spending a lot of time and just hanging out. Staying shooting away. guns. It's not a bad idea. Staying up till two o'clock in the morning after the match ended. That was that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep before you that night. Was yeah, and we we're just uh, having good conversation, which was. I mean, yeah. I don't know the last time I stayed up till two doing that. I was, I was, in bed by ten o'clock, not sober, <laughs> not remembering much. <laughs> well, thankfully I was, but still went to bed at two. Mm-hmm. So. I think I was better. I was in better shape than you the next day, <laughs> on the drive. Yeah, gotta look grouchy towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, that's it's been a eventful past about a month, I guess that we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to oh, I thought I just got one more. I thought we almost broke the number. Keep getting these emails pop up, but I didn't. Mm. Uh, another practice for registration. It's mm. a different email. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been a pretty pretty busy last month. Um, we're gonna have a lot of matches and a decent amount of travel coming up uh, as far as like the matches that we're running. Uh, but no, we're all excited about it. We're excited for the heat to finally be breaking. No joke. I mean, that'll get the deer moving during the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you can see, it's all I care about right now. It's definitely the shift. There's competitive season and the deer hunting season. Yeah, and why do you schedule a mic right in the middle of hunting season? I don't know. <laughs> I know it wasn't you, but I'm still not happy about it. Only so many weeks in the air. Uh-huh. It could have been done, you know, at another time after hunting season. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's, well, that's about all I got. And same here. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm going to do another one maybe tomorrow with Alex Goking, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Pro-Am, um, and I'll release that next week. I want to try and get these back up and going again um, on a more regular schedule. Uh, I know one of the, I want to talk, you and I have another conversation after NCR is done and kind of go over how all that mm-hmm. went and how, um, because I mean, even this, this NCR is going to have, implement some changes, you know, it's going to be for the rifle team, it was gonna it's gonna be more of a PRS focus, right? It is. So they're gonna be we're not doing like straight PRS scoring, um, but very similar. Uh but yeah, they're gonna be shooting some PRS type stages and then they're gonna be shooting some hit factor carbine stages and then we're gonna do uh hit factor pistol. So all hit factor scoring is kind of exciting. It's a little different than normal three gun stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is going to expose competitors to a few different styles of shooting that we haven't done during a mic before. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think we should end it here. And uh, until next time, well, talk to you all later. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.